I'm getting pissed though, to be honest. Ben and I go way back. He's recorded a bunch of music. We have also both recorded music together when yeah, we were at that stage where everyone, like, you know, has fun and makes a song and dreams about being a rock star. Everyone else like grows up and stops doing that, but I've refused and keep me keep making music. <laughs> More power to you. Cheers. So Ben recently released a song called Waves. And we want to dig into that today. Not necessarily, we want to talk a little bit about writing music, but more about the message and what you want to say through this song or what this song means to you. Just to start it off, for maybe the people that aren't into music, like when you when you go to write this song, how did that how did that start? Was it did it start with a here's kind of some things that go through my mind. Did it start with an idea that you wanted to communicate? Did it start with a melody and you just filled in the words or did it start with just a rhyme? You know, like how did, how did that, this, this particular song start out? Usually I start out with the melody because basically when you go to write a song, it's, it's like a lot of creative things. It's overwhelming because you have like the amount of decisions that you have to make are actually where a lot of people get stuck. So me personally, I usually write my melodies first and then sometimes like the songs are, I think a good song is always a mix of conscious and subconscious so sometimes you just have a uh a lyric that comes you know out of nowhere growing up i would have said like god just gave me like a lyric like that's how i would have explained it but so for this particular one i think the melody and uh the lyric idea came at about the same time and then I was researching i had this idea for to use a metaphor from a science experiment which is not like my normal uh forte yeah no uh but i just like researched it and then i uh yeah i wrote the verses to mean to mean that so when you say this came from a science experiment maybe let's dig into a little bit about the idea of of waves so the song's called waves but when you start when you listen to the lyrics which i was just trying to look up now when you listen to the lyrics you realize you're talking about light yeah. Yes. Uh the song is about the fact that light is a wave. Uh but it turned out that it also was a particle. It was both. Everyone assumed to be one or the other, but it was actually light is literally both a particle and a wave depending on how you measure it. But what's fascinating is which in any good artistic endeavor tends to be the case is you're talking about waves. You're using this as a metaphor to say something yeah. more concrete. Correct. Something outside of the realm of science, but you're using science Correct. as an analogy. I'm actually not like that passionate about science. I just, uh, I think almost always in everything there is an idea that's prevailing, and then someone will come along and try to disprove that idea. Say, oh, you thought it was this, but actually it's this. I thought it was interesting that at least in that case, um, they found out, they expected, you know, we never looked that up, but I can talk around it. Should I can't we, remember, I can't remember if uh, originally Isaac Newton thought light was a wave, and then this guy named Hugens, I think I'm pronouncing that right, 
came along and was like, no, light is actually a particle. And and then they're, all their, like, you know, intellectual camps. This is 200 years ago. It was in 1801, I think. Uh, so, Hugens or Hughes established the wave theory of light. Okay, so everyone was like, yeah. Isaac yeah. Newton thought... It was a particle. It was a particle. It turns out he was not disproved. Light is still considered a particle, but it's also considered a wave. One thing that struck me about the song was how it feels like this huge expanse. At the same time, when I looked at the lyrics, there weren't that many lyrics to it, which Correct. is pretty cool because it feels like when I'm listening to it, I think that it, it feels like I'm listening to this actually song with a lot of content, but yeah. it's amazing how with essentially one verse and one chorus, you feel like you experience a large song that has a bunch of thoughts to it. Yeah. I'm basically deeply thinking about my song now because I found out that the new guy, the new guy thought, said that light was a wave. Is that right? Like the class, Isaac Newton was like the- The particles. Yeah. He was like the classic. And then this new guy came along and was like, I think it's a wave. So I guess my subconscious agrees, which makes sense in the context of learning a new like way of thought. Um, can I read a couple of the lyrics? Yeah. So it starts out with, everything that you can see and touch is a wave. You can feel it, particles appearing, but understand it, it ain't happening. Young experiment, I've been floating, my mind's open, I've been riding these waves. And I just having this thought now, you state that everything that you can touch and see is a wave, partic- you can see it, particles appearing. This almost also has a universality to it that, Everything consists of a certain similar substance, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's part of it. I think if you if you come from like a fundamentalist type way of thinking, then you assume then every if that's if if you think in black and white, then everything that I say you're going to assume is is like either correct or incorrect. So if you don't, it's it's really it's a it's a it's a way of thinking, I guess, more than necessarily like. What I'm trying to say is that if I if if I'm saying in this particular case, Hugens and Isaac Newton, a particle and a wave was both right, you may immediately interpret that as I'm saying that there's no right and wrong. Everyone's correct. There's you know, and that you never need to take a side on anything because you know you just. You just play neutral. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm saying that sometimes that's a helpful way of thinking. Yeah. You're not saying, for instance, sometimes today people use this phrase or they used to, like, my truth is this. Yeah. And sometimes it annoys me in Mm -hmm. the sense that people, when I say this is my truth, oftentimes it's just your experience. Sure. Not necessarily, or your ideas. Because when I say it's my truth, I'm almost suggesting that you can't critique it because that's just my truth so you can go fuck yourself because this is truth and when we have that truth claim it puts up a wall between coming into contact and true discussion yeah so um i i kind of wonder not that you're saying that everything is true but you're saying also that sometimes the line i'm saying this one time in 1801 okay humans did an experiment and found out that it was possible 
that they like despite their assumptions that one would be wrong and one would be right in this particular case it was both depending on how you looked at it it defies normal logic like we think this either or yeah type i think of it's a, it's coming that's what i'm actually that's what the song's about is is coming up against the that either or mentality that's what the song's really about so the verses death division tribes are fighting who is righteous Maybe it is just beyond our limits. Could it be it isn't one tribe or the other? Hugens, Newton, my mind's open. I've been riding these waves. Yeah. So I think this kind of starts to get to, when you go back to the fundamentalist thing, this kind of starts to, it's still I don't know if that's the right word to say fundamentalist, but I think that's, what would you, how would you uh, describe fundamentalist thinking? Let's say, maybe instead of fundamentalist, let's say something like closed-mindedness Yes, that's another good way to put it. I mean, that is one lyric I said. Like I specifically said, my mind's open, which is like controversial. <laughs> now I'm not. A, now I'm not CCM because I said that. <laughs> now the real the re, why is this controversial? I think uh, it, good question. I think it's controversial because whether people admit it or not, particularly from a religious background, you see a certain interpretation of religion as true well i think the problem is again if i start talking about open-mindedness if i start talking about really anything that could be even interpreted as a critique that way of thinking just lends itself to saying oh so you're saying that that you're an atheist like you're people are like oh so you're saying all the bible's wrong you're saying that it's that it's all like a bunch of bull no i'm not but that's confusing like then people get confused because they want me to just be in one box or the other. So you're in the atheist box and the Christian box, or you're just not in any of those boxes that people try to categorize things? Definitely, I still see myself as inside a Christian box. My question for myself would be like, do am I in the atheist box, if that's what I just said? There's, a version, there's versions of God that I don't believe in anymore, but that doesn't mean I don't still believe in God. It would be one way to put that. And then the, the song, though, kind of, it indicates that you're not only are you not accepting one sort of version, but rather that you can kind of see things from different points of view and they, and they, the same be true, right? The whole particle wave thing. So you might say, and like, I don't know if we want to keep on the, the God discussion, but like our religious discussion, but when somebody experiences a certain religious, let's say, meaning or, you know, some sort of truth for them as they live their life, it's hard to recognize that somebody else comes from an entirely different background and has different associations with different ideas, and that can be as valid for them as for the other person. Is that kind of what you're saying? That I think it's hard for people to think that people from other backgrounds can be valid without it invalidating your... You th- people, people assume that it's always win-lose. Either I'm right, you're wrong, yes. or if you're right, I'm wrong. Correct. That is, I think, how most people think about most things most of the time. Now, you're kind of saying that there's a little bit more ambiguity to this. At the same time, how do you then interact even with your own sense of identity and yeah. your own tradition? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what really matters, like more than like what my opinion is or what, you know, if other people agree with how I think, how I 
relate to myself is really important. For me personally, I was like, I need to be open-minded. I need to expand the way that I look at things. And my internal dialogue was like, okay, well, then you can't be a Christian anymore. Well, then you can't believe certain things anymore. You got to pick. You got to pick one. And me just being like, no, I don't. I don't care if that's uncomfortable for myself or for others. I'm not going to just fit into a box just because it's comfortable. When we were probably 12 years old, I remember Ben maybe saying hell as a swear word. Yeah. Ooh. And I was thinking, oh man, this guy, he's, he's on a razor yeah. edge, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, I'm not joking, actually. No, I know. You were like, is Ben no longer one of us? Like, I know he seems like a good guy. He's talking about loving Jesus, but there are certain lines that have been transgressed. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Correct. I don't know. Correct. I could have used a whole bunch of examples from science or anything that basically was just like, <laughs> people thought this and that, like I could have used the Galileo, like figuring out that we weren't the center of the universe. Like it was one way and then it was another way. Like I didn't choose to write a song about any of that particular. So it's not just that I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> I think we should be open-minded about new ways of thinking. It's also like, Hey guys, like light's still a a particle. Like, that stuff is still valid. Like new ways of thinking doesn't discredit the validity of like old ways of thinking. Coming back to the song, do you think that this is kind of a, a manifesto of some sort of a way of you saying this is kind of where I stand now. I didn't yeah, I didn't know how to explain like the personal like metamorphosis I had gone through. Cuz this this song's kind of my comeback. Like I put out uh my second album 7 years ago. Uh and I I made it with a whole bunch of incredibly talented people at the college I was going to in Australia. And um I really didn't know, like, if I ever would, like, come back and, and make music that, you know, I, I thought was as good as music I had put out. and But I didn't know, again, making decisions. Like, I was like, what, like, how do I sum up, how do I even attempt to sum up, like, where I'm at and what I think? How to, and so, basically, this song comes out and says, like, hey, guys, like, everything basically like more or less that i grew up believing whether you believe it or not i still believe it but i also think about a whole bunch of i also have a whole bunch of new ways of thinking so which are at if you can deal with that <laughs> here i am so how do you understand or relate to the what i would currently call maybe the symbols of your past like when it comes to theology, you know, Jesus Christ saving you for your sins yeah. and the sins being uh, oftentimes very specifically defined culturally. Yeah. And you it really... Depend, I can give you an answer for any specific thing you ask. So let's take drinking, for instance. Okay. Now that's not always, it's kind of an... Yeah. Yeah, like, like drinking, you know, it's like don't be drunk on much wine. So there's this yeah. idea that... No, it's a good example. A little bit of leeway, but because a lot really of Christians, drunk. a lot of Christians would just say either. A lot of Christians would say, "Don't drink," you know. And some Christians then would say, "Well, 
I don't know, but there are these other verses that say like not to yeah. cause a brother to stumble. So you and have so you you have, have you have probably more. Uh, you probably studied the Bible at higher levels than I did, but we both studied the the Bible. We both have degrees. We both went to college to study the Bible. So correct me if I'm wrong, but approximately half of that's a good example actually, because approximately half of the verses about alcohol in the Bible are actually speaking of it in a positive context. Do it for your health or in some context of a celebration or Jesus was trying to flex and his mom was trying to get a little buzz on or how whatever that story is. Uh, About half the time that the Bible talks about alcohol, it's like, you should do it. It's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Or especially in in celebratory festivities and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So, uh, but the other half of the Bible is like, but, be careful though, because <laughs> you might screw up. Because uh, you know, and it talks about like warnings of being around drunkards or like you know, being around people that are always drunk like all the time, like can be problematic, right? Like to me, that's smart. Like if you've experienced without, like have any experience with alcohol, you know, like finding the right balance is not easy. And so for a lot of people, they're just like, I just won't drink at all because I'm not sure exactly how much to drink. Or people figure it out, right? Like they'll like they'll drink this much, but not more. And then that, but that that amount's different for everybody, you know. But then I would, yeah. But most people, a lot of Christians are uncomfortable with that because the Bible seems to say so. Like, which is it? Is drinking good or bad according to the Bible? As a, a PhD, and as you, you switch kind of from uh, theology to theology philosophy. to philosophy, like a few years in. But well, I don't. I'm not. I mean. How would you respond if I said, according to the Bible, which is it? Is drinking good or is drinking bad? Then I would say, let's, we need to talk about how we think of the Bible. Okay. And that's where our starting point is. Because if we're going to talk about quoting some verse, like I can say, don't be drunk on much wine. If you feel a little bit of a buzz and you drink one beer, then it's bad for you. Okay, so that's where... you could find other verses where there's celebratory and obviously people getting a buzz on and say, therefore justifies that. Most likely. (laughs) But I would problematize the very idea of thinking of the Bible in this literal, literal way. So when you say, why is it a problem? Because I would say when you say according to the Bible, it becomes difficult to know what exactly we mean when we talk about the Bible. But then if I start talking about context and like it depends and then people are going to be like, oh, so you just want to make the Bible say whatever you want it to say? Essentially. (laughs) It's like, well... Well, no, I want to understand it better. But it doesn't always. (laughs) Because if I quote that verse to you from whatever perspective I come from, I, when I take it so literally like that, I'm inevitably going to eventually come down to my own view of the world and use that verse to support my, my ideas or of what sin is sin, you know, yeah, or what I mean, is appropriate. Yeah, I mean, if you only take one Bible verse about drinking, you can paint the picture that it says it's either good or bad. But if you read the whole Bible, you get a little bit more of a balanced look at alcohol, which I think is the most helpful. Okay, there's if you're like a Southern Baptist, like drinking's not a part of your culture, so you're going to feel weird. If you're like maybe like a monk in 16th century, like, brewing their own their own beer and you don't like to drink that's gonna be difficult for you because you're not gonna fit in so in that particular context i would say hey guys there's this uh you know 
Young's experiment where, you know, light was a particle and a wave, like maybe it's okay for maybe both maybe both things are valid. But then but but the 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 appeal is to make everything oversimplified. Let's shift gears here and talk about the music video you recently shot for your song Waves. So Ben had this song, good song. Everybody should listen to it. And recently went out to Seattle Thanks, recorded man. a music music video for it. I did. And I wouldn't say it's good. I wouldn't just Life. like make that shit up if I wasn't serious about it. So yeah. you go out to Seattle, you make a video, and there are some pretty clear statements, or not necessarily statements, but visual, kind of striking visual elements. So I, I think it is interesting to talk about how in the music video you are standing in the mirror and then all of a sudden, well, actually, what's interesting is you're seeing these other colors in the mirror. So for anyone who hasn't seen the music video, there's in, during the bridge, it breaks to him looking at himself in the mirror and there's different colors and there seems to be an argument taking place. And then somewhere- Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm arguing with myself. Yeah, arguing with yourself. And then at the end, he touches the mirror and on the other side, there's this Asian guy. It's like a version of himself. Yeah, basically. That's one way to put it. Or is it that you are seeing something from the other? Both. Yeah. So you are kind of I like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but so... It's, it's a music, but I don't know what... It's art, bro. What do yeah. you want? Well, what are but we doing yes. <laughs> No, so I think that that is an interesting... But what, we, what I was going to say is like, Chong is basically pressing me on this, and he's like, you know... Uh, pressing you on what? Uh, basically just like the issue of talking about race and, and I basically tried to like, basically I asked him like a bunch of questions. Like I remember I asked Chong, uh, is it okay to like support in his context, like as an Asian, is it okay to support like other Asians like is it okay to like have your own races back so to speak and he basically said yes and then when he said that he read my body language and my body language was basically like uh I don't agree and he's like why did you react that way yeah and I said because I don't I don't think that's the right way for me to think so in that particular case Yes, I think it's different if you're Caucasian than if you're uh, Asian or or black. I I think you have. Yeah, I don't think you can approach. Like, if it's just as simple as you should look out for your own race, and there's nothing wrong with doing that, and that's it. Like, let's go. It's you know, it's black and white. Then, then the argument could be made that you know, police like basically. Uh, mostly being there, like to protect white people, and then, like letting you know, and let letting the crimes that white people do just slide while enforcing the crimes of minorities. You could say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. We're just looking after our own people. But when it's when it's supreme, when it's when it's like some people would say, like an asymmetrical relationship of power. So one group yeah. have more, has more power. Yeah. So maybe. So do you have to look at it in different con- like do you have to factor that in or not? Cuz you're speaking particularly from an American context. A white American context. Yes. Yeah. 
but even just in general, we're talking about America. Yes. We're not talking about some other countries. Whereas, for instance, in China, you have I mean, this the group same, of same Muslim going on, but yeah, well, like like concentration camps, basically, yeah. with this like Muslim population, yeah. and you could say, well, is that just looking out for one's race or another? It's different when there is one group who controls most of the power. I think so. I think you have to look at it on a case-by-case basis. And that's too complicated for people. But there's also a Christian element to this as well. Okay. Like Jesus, like where were you Who? when I needed you? Jesus, you know, in, in, in the Gospels. There's a Christian element to the oppressed people being on the side of yeah, the Gospel. I think, I think it's... I don't think you can ignore those parts of the Bible. I, I mean, yes, I, I do it out of a... That's what's interesting is for me, like... These things were brought to my attention, I would say, through listening to the Holy Spirit is the Christianese way to to put it. And yet, I feel like literally like ashamed of myself by people who are all about the gospel. So, that's that's where it's interesting, you know, like... What do you mean all about the gospel? Like, like super... I mean, Christ- I think like- people who are, I mean, basically who would claim like... We read the Bible and we do what it says. Like we like, we read the Bible, we interpret it, we preach the gospel. I think and everyone leaves parts of the Bible out that don't fit their narrative, even though no one can admit it. I'd like to think in a few hundred years, like if someone listened to the podcast, they'd be like, "Are these guys serious? Like, <laughs> is this really a debate? Like, this is so obvious." But just where we're at, as far as like our, just where we're at as humans. Like, literally, shit is so confusing that we really do need to like to split things into camps and have things be one way or the other in order to understand them. And to some degree, like we have to—that's what it, I meant when I said maybe it's just beyond our limits. Like maybe we just haven't figured this out yet. Like maybe it will all make more sense as time progresses. But maybe we're just at a really difficult stage where we're, you know kind of still stuck in these camps and can't and just don't have the in, the brains or the the wisdom from God or however you want to put it to to understand everything. Now, do you think personally that there will be some sort of ultimate utopian vision or or manifestation of ideas and pol- politics or do I think you if think it, that I think if there was a lot of people assumes that it would be like a one world religion like where everyone thinks exactly the same I don't think it'd be that I think it would be like making room for different people to think different things and having that not mean that we have to fight wars and stuff mm-hmm.